Young Black Equestrians, the podcast, with your hosts, Abriana Johnson and Caitlin Gooch. We have Dr. Arnika Montford here talking to us about chiropractic care for equestrians. So welcome, Dr. Montford. Do you want us to call you Dr. Montford? Dr. Arnika is completely fine. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that doctor though put that doctor though okay right, right, you earned right. that. There's a lot of debt that came behind that doctor. yes yes you earned that <laughs> name girl <laughs> all right so i just wanted to first share uh me and arnica went to school together at nc state and i have been kind of you know, seeing her stuff on Facebook and I was, and then she just announced, um, she just launched her own business, her own chiropractic, mobile chiropractic yeah. business. What's the name of that again? It's called Resilient Spine. So Resilient Spine for short, but the entire name was Resilient Spine Family and Sports Chiropractic. Right. So we all know mm-hmm. horseback riding is a very dangerous sport. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, it is. I had a previous patient who does horseback riding professionally, and I would see her every week. She would come in, oh, my thighs hurt, my calves hurt. I did something with my ankle. I fell and I rolled, but everything else is fine. I'm like, how are you still walking normally? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, we're so, we're so hurt, tough ladies, for sure, for sure. Right. But I definitely right. wanted to um, talk about your business and get your opinion on some things as far as horseback riding goes. So. Okay. What motivated you to even go into chiropractic care? So I wanted to be a physical therapist at first. I went to this, essentially it was this minority health program, a summer program at Carolina when I was at NC State. There were no physical therapist schools at the, I guess, grad school fair that we had, but there was a chiropractic school there. So she had a spine on the table and she was explaining to me how the brain and spinal cord controlled everything in the body. I said, my mind is blown. Why doesn't everyone know this? I'm going to chiropractic school. So that's exactly how that happened. So I ended up moving to Georgia by myself. It was my first time moving out of North Carolina, small town girl, country girl, moving to Atlanta was definitely a culture shock. Yeah. I definitely was a hermit crab in my own house for like the first month. Like it's too many people. I don't know what y'all doing. We are too close together. Why is everyone honking? I don't understand. <laughs> so I ended up moving to Georgia and going to chiropractic school for four years. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm assuming you had to work under somebody, intern with somebody, all that. What kind of led up to you launching your own business? Well, um, originally I wanted, I was a person in chiropractic school who said I would never open my own. I said, I don't want to do all this work. I just want to make six figures and work for somebody else. <laughs> that was my goal. <laughs> that was, it was straight to the point. Like, I just want to make this money and I wanted someone else to do it. But along the lines of working for someone else, you learn that there's things that you wouldn't and you would do certain ways. Mm-hmm. So I started in, when I was at NC State, I worked as a chiropractic assistant for a chiropractor two and a half years while I was there. So I learned and worked underneath her. And that was just something I wanted to do. And then a lot of my other mentors were more into professional athletes. And that's where I wanted to go at first. But then I decided that I wanted to help just us normal people, the ones who realize that we still have tight muscles and broke down bodies without us having to run up and down a court every day. So um, I ended up moving to California. 
and I was a mobile chiropractor in Georgia. I loved it. I didn't have to stay in the office all day. Got to plan my schedule. Got to eat lunch with whoever I wanted. So out here in Sacramento, California, um, cost of living is definitely higher because taxes are higher. Just let everyone know. But um, I decided I was going to start my own. And it seemed like the first time, the, the greatest time to do it. Had nothing to lose. And I was super excited. It made some great connections. So I said, all right, 2020, I'm about to start my own business. So over Christmas break, I put together, me and my partner, we put together a website. We made social media accounts. We did it all ourselves. So it's definitely possible by opening a business on your own. And it doesn't take a lot of money because I did it out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. So it was just exciting. And it, it gives you excitement and something to wake up for and to grind for instead of someone else's business. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Ownership is is wealth, you know, at this point. Right. It makes you feel right. good. Like, you know, yeah, this is mine. Own. I can answer this question how I want to because it's mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to talk about a little bit about the, um, just the importance of chiropractic care in general. And then we'll kind of start going into more equestrian specific questions. Okay. So uh, with chiropractic care, a lot of people think that chiropractors are only good for back pain and neck pain. Every time I tell someone I'm a chiropractor, they immediately point to their back and they're like, oh, I got this pain here. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Make an Um, appointment. (laughs) It is Right. It's like, okay, cool. We can talk about that. I can come to you. We can figure it out. Um, But it's a lot more than that. So um, the beauty of chiropractic is not just cracking and making noises and adjusting the spine. We get to control the most important system in your body, your central nervous system, your brain and your spinal cord. Every signal, every time you breathe, every time you walk, move your feet, move your hand as like I'm doing right now, it requires your signal to come through your brain. And as a chiropractor, I get to facilitate your body to make sure that those signals from your brain are getting to wherever they need to get to. So that's why I love the human body and what it does. I think it's amazing. And I think we can get a lot done with the human body outside of putting something into our body. So just getting chiropractic adjustments, soft tissue treatment to help break up those tight muscles and things like that, as well as functional movement, which are the three things that I offer in my practice, which I do in the comfort of your own home. So I've been under chiropractic care since undergrad, and I've loved it. It's definitely helped with more things out of back pain and just neck pain. I definitely was that annoying intern, like, hey, I jammed my finger. Can you adjust this? Can you do this? <laughs> and that's what I love. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, like, I'm working here. I heard my finger yesterday playing ball. Can you adjust it? And that's when I learned that chiropractors do so much more than just spines. Um, I adjust extremities. So I adjust knees, ankles, hips, shoulders, anything that has a joint and can move, I can adjust. So it's great to add on to your everyday life. And it's not that. Everyone has the misconception that you have to see a chiropractor every day for the rest of your life. Well, that's no different from you going to lift these weights or you going to strengthen these muscles in order to ride those horses every day like you want to do. My main goal is to get you moving functionally as much as you can, which is what chiropractors can, so you can do what you love to do every day. And that's riding horses. Go ride that horse because sometimes they move entirely too fast and it's scary. I'm just, I'm on the jogging phase, but once they start trotting, I'm just, we're moving too fast. <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny. And when I reached out to Arnika, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know what you know about horseback riding. She's like, hey, hey, I'm from the country too. I've been on a horse. Like, oh. The right way and the wrong way. Right. 
Yes. I always had to brush them and take care of them before. One of my best friend's mom owned a horse ranch. So oh, she wow. would come over and say, you know, you can come ride the horses anytime. I'm now learning it was a trick because she wanted yeah. to take care of them first and then we can ride them. So of course it was like an hour process before we could even get on the horse. that's how it is i mean it is what it is man it is what it is so what is the soft tissue um treatment so uh, i'm certified in something called art which stands for active release technique and what that is is i'm putting your body in different positions and i'm using my hands in order to break up those tight muscles and those knots that you feel and make sure that your fascia, which is it's kind of like this tissue that surrounds your muscle, is moving as it should. So with every movement that you do, our muscles glide and they move past each other. So I'm just mm -hmm. making sure that it'll move past and get stuck, which is where those knots come from and where those tight areas come from. So I do that and I do something called grasping technique, which is when you've probably seen it, people um, use these instruments. I swear it looks like a torture chamber, but they're not, you know? It just looked bad. They're not painful, but they do the same thing using the instrument, breaking up tight muscles and scar tissue. So I use that a lot with my patients just because loosening them up before adjusting them helps them relax, which makes my adjustment go easier and softer. Wow. Yeah. Cool. My life. Right. You definitely look <laughs> like you're riding horses. Last time I rode a horse, I swear it was like 10 minutes and I got off of my thighs were killing me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for me it doesn't happen until like the second day though like the next day i'm like oh that feels good and then the second day i'm like oh, <laughs> oh my God. Like, i can't even walk yeah right. my um one of my uh last patients she was a horseback rider and she would come in with all that pain in her legs and i had her show me the position you guys are essentially standing in like this hovering squat for however long that you ride this horse. I did it for all the five seconds and I yeah. said, and you're doing this moving and I'm just doing this standing here in one spot. Yeah. So it's pretty intense and you guys definitely need that in your lives. <laughs> yeah. It almost sounds crazy when you say that. Like, right, like that's what we did. Hours. It is, it is. <laughs> when she did it, cause she did it on the chair without a horse. And I said, you sit in this position and she said, yeah, this is how I raced them. I said, this is crazy. I can't do this. This is why you have like freaking thighs of steel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I just started going to a chiropractor like in December and the sheer amount of like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> I'm just like, I didn't even... Like, am I, can I walk after this? Like, I didn't know I was this bad off. And I got x-rays and he's like, your hips aren't right. You got a head tilt, your back. No. And I'm just like, what? I didn't know all this was wrong with me. So let's, let's just talk about how, I mean, horseback riding affects, you know, your, your whole body. I mean, you know, the way you said the girl was sitting when she was racing, I'm like, I'm sure that was like in two points. So she's not actually bouncing. She's just kind of sitting there while the horse yeah. is as fast as he can. But like, how does like your posture in everyday life kind of affect your, or would it affect your riding? It definitely would. So I've definitely been watching videos on riders ever since we had this talk. So just looking at how they, how they sit on the horse. So posture definitely affects it because I noticed that when you guys are standing in that squat, 
the ideal position, which definitely does not feel the best, is to have a neutral spine, which means you have to tuck your butt up under you. So posture plays a huge role because if you have what I call like a booty butt, where you're sticking your butt out, you kind of have that arch in your back, that is already clamping down those back muscles. So if you're already going to sit on your horse before you even get a chance to start, you're already having tightness. And now we're adding movement into there. And now you're trying to control something bigger than you while maintaining your stability on a moving object. You're trying mm -hmm. to take everything from your core. So posture plays a huge role in that because if you're already getting on that horse without, without the proper posture, you're already expecting like, that. Oh, my back is about to hurt by the time I finish this ride. Yeah. Mm. My problem. That's my problem. <laughs> I got the booty back or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> but you know, it's hard when we got big bucks. Like, it's kind of hard to do. I'm like, you want me to tuck it under? That just don't feel right. Yeah. Even with the feet standing here, like, okay, let me tuck my butt under. Now do I still have a butt? Because I need to, you know, I've been doing some squats, making sure, you know, you still got to be able to see it even with my proper posture. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So let's say, um, so I started going to the chiropractor after I fell off my horse. Or was it my horse? Yeah. Yeah, it was him. Um, I fell off and I fell like with my feet straight out like straight on my butt, like bam, like this. And so I, I knew like, as soon as I hit the ground, I was like, something happened mm -hmm. in my back. <laughs> and I didn't go to the chiropractor for a long time, but you know, the last few months I'm like, riding is not fun for me because yeah. it hurts mm -hmm. and I can't get my horse to do what I want him to do because I do have that rigidity in my back, it, like I'm protecting something mm -hmm. there. So what kind of do you have to share about like chiropractic care after an injury or a fall? So it's really, it's really helpful after a fall. It depends on how you fell, which yours did not sound like it was good. But most of those you get, they fall, you fall straight on your butt. I don't know if there's a proper way to fall off a horse, to be quite honest, because there's so many things that can happen as the horse mm -hmm. turning. What are you trying to do? So um, it's, it's great for after injuries. So I've had a couple people come to me directly after injuries and the direct after injuries are usually inflamed, really swollen because you did just land on your butt. But there's different techniques that we can do to help stretch out that lower back and get your pelvis moving as it should before we even start adjusting you. Um, that has to do with some of the soft tissue techniques I use. There's some that your chiropractor that you go to may use, where it's like this table that drops. Yeah. It feels amazing, right? Yeah. It feels amazing. Every part. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone's like, are you going to do that thing when you strap my legs and you pull me? I'm like, yes, this sounds weird, but I'm definitely going to do that. But it kind of helps relieve that tension from your spine and open it up. So I think that's the best thing to do after a fall like that, because the longer we take, the longer it's going to take to heal, just because now we have developed all this tightness there. And like you said, we're using, our body is an amazing creature. It, mm -hmm. it is designed to protect us at all costs. So you're exactly right. When stuff starts tensing up, that's a signal to say, hey, something's not right here. For some reason, our body is protecting us and it doesn't want us to move that way. So getting that checked as soon um, as soon after your injury is the best that we can get you back and riding the horses without pain like you want to. That's awesome. Yeah, I wish I would have done it sooner. <laughs> but you're getting better now, which is awesome. When you say to get it checked, does that mean to go 
to a doctor first or go to the chiropractor first? So um, getting checked, you can go straight to a chiropractor if you're not using insurance. Now for my business, I don't take insurance. I do mm -hmm. cash only. Um, the only insurance I am working on taking is for the military, just because that's my own personal choice that I want to take care of the VA, because they have definitely did a lot. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll come adjust you for the low low. That's cool. I'll take care of you. You've done a lot. Um, but when I say get checked, I mean, just go check out your chiropractor. Um, go to get checked your chiropractor. You don't require to see a MD, a medical doctor, before going to your chiropractor. Unless there's insurance involved, and that's a totally different story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. And I think my last question, um, what exercises, say, could we do to either, you know, better our posture or just come become overall better riders, um, you know, just with our, with our seat, you know, having to sit that way with our pelvis or to have that neutral spine that you, you talked about. How can we either strengthen ourselves strengthen ourselves or you know just do something to become a better rider so um when i was looking up um a lot of the common injuries with riders or not injuries but um the muscles that are most likely worked a lot of it is your are your inner thighs um hamstrings and your back and especially your core so if we're focused so much every time you ride your horse you're focusing on strengthening your inner thighs we need to make sure we're doing something with those outer thighs so anything mm -hmm. that involves like opening your hips up to work on your glute knees or the side of your hips, they're gonna be great. Because I've seen patients who have so much strength on the inside of their thighs that they start developing knee problems because their outside is weaker than their inside. Mm. So working on, hey, you, you work so hard. Every time you ride a horse, you're working on those inner muscles. So maybe you stretch those or you roll those out. And then while you're exercising, you work on the outside of your leg. So that's definitely something that will, I think will help a lot. Um, also with the pelvic tilt, it can be as simple as simple as I'm gonna lay on the floor and I'm gonna tuck my butt in underneath me. Mm -hmm. So things like that can help kind of get that brain to almost like training. Hey, I wanna be in this position a lot longer. And one of my favorites was I give to my patients every one of the first visit is working on core strength and breathing. So you can lay on your back, you can put a towel underneath your back and you can engage your core. So what that means, I know a lot of people don't know what engage your core means. If I was, how I describe this to my patients, if I was to come in and punch you in your stomach, you would brace your stomach in order to take that impact. So that's mm -hmm. what engaging your core is. Think as if someone's coming to punch you and you're about to take all this force. So if you can take that, lay on your back with a towel underneath you, engage your core and try to pull that towel from underneath your back, you shouldn't be able to pull it because your back should be flattened on the ground. And that's how you can help engage your core. Doing that and being able to brace and breathe at the same time will help a lot because I've learned that with horseback riding, it is all coming from your core. The legs too, but it's all coming from your core. So breathing plays a huge role into that as well. Make you guys awesome riders and keep it moving. So we're not falling and you can ride as much as you can and have some super awesome leg muscles because I'm trying to get on you guys' level. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think the breathing is an interesting addition to that because I know even for weightlifting, like I won't, I don't realize I'm not breathing until I'm like, whoo, oh, I ain't like I didn't breathe like for the last twenty seconds, like I didn't even know. I'm just like, 
I've definitely done the same thing. I've been lifting weights and then my trainer looked at me like, breathe. And I say, I thought I was. I didn't know. Okay, let me breathe out. I didn't know I was holding my breath. Exactly. Exactly. You think about that. But when you're holding your breath, you're increasing the pressure inside your body. So you realize how much more you can get done and how much weight you can move or how much longer you can last on your exercise if you just calm down your breathing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I feel like I need to like meditate and be like, yeah right before you get on that word practice it yeah definitely definitely intentional breathing (laughs) exactly like hold on i gotta do my protein i have to breathe give me five minutes definitely it helps tremendously i definitely learned that being a nerd in high school no one believes me that that i was a band geek so i did marching band so having to learn how to breathe and play and walk you tell me that wasn't a sport i was dying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's about how important breathing was yeah yeah i agree with that i agree with that 100 percent. they are talented as well definitely um, all right caitlin did you have more questions for her yes i want to talk about the knees <laughs> okay I'm gonna talk- <laughs> because i will be honest whenever i ride like that's that's my pressure points at the knees and then with my dad my dad has these little chicken legs. <laughs> and, <laughs> he do. And his knees are the same way. And I'm just like, I don't want to get his age and then have to do the whole knee replacement and stuff. And he's still, you know, riding and all that, but he can't ride like he used to. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to prevent that. So how can, um, how can you help? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yes. So a lot of things when it comes to knees or any type of joint in your body, we always have to, we always look above and below. So mm-hmm. someone can come to me with a knee problem. In reality, it's, it could be coming from their hip. When we mentioned earlier that um, horseback riders have a stronger inner thigh muscle than they do outer thighs, those muscles attach to your knee. So if your inner thighs are stronger, that means you can, your knee can be pulled immediately or towards the inside. So mm-hmm. it comes from making sure that whatever needs to be strengthened in your legs is strengthened and whatever needs to be released, like the inside of your thighs is being released. So something you can do in your own um, outside of stretching is like foam rolling or using a tennis ball, a cross ball, and putting that on any trigger points that you find in the in, inner side of your thigh. That will help. Um, there are chiropractors that adjust knees, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool um, because your knee moves in different planes. We check to see like rotation, things like that, making sure that your patella is tracking straight down the line. So a lot of it comes from honestly just strengthening what muscles needs to be strengthening and um, relaxing or stretching what muscle needs to be relaxed. Mm-hmm. So um, off the bat, I would say making sure that you're stretching out those inner thighs and working out those outer thighs. That will be something that will help with your knees. And also something about um, ankle mobility. So I'm not sure exactly if there's a certain way how your feet sit in the stirrups. Mm-hmm. Am I using the right terminology? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool, cool. I, was, I was just gonna say feet in the thing but i was trying to sound okay so <laughs> so when i was looking doing at your how, homework i have okay i'm a huge nerd i definitely am so while you're sitting in the stirrups um if your ankles aren't as flexible and don't move forward as getting your knee closer to the like towards your toes then now you're you don't have a choice but to sit in this uncomfortable position and there's no way that your spine can be neutral so making sure that you have the proper ankle mobility, even though it seems like something small, that's what takes all your force. Your ankle is that first thing that's taking all that vibration from that horse moving. Mm-hmm. So making sure that your ankles are proper and having the nice 
um, mobility in them, that can also mm -hmm. help release your knee pain as well. I will remember all of this yeah. when I can wrap. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And hit me up if you have any questions. I'll definitely nerd out, and we'll definitely help you. Yeah, Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin is <laughs> child. So congratulations. <gasps> <she> <laughs> <laughs> so thank she, you. Um, have you been to the chiropractor as a pregnant woman? I have not, and I've been looking up prenatal. Yeah, because um, I don't know if it's if it's a separate thing. Like if I go. Are they going to turn me away if they don't specifically do prenatal chiropractic practices? It is possible. <laughs> it is possible. So I do prenatal. I don't market it as much, but I do do prenatal. There mm -hmm. are um, other chiropractors who specific, just how we have like medical doctors who are pediatricians or mm -hmm. things like that. There are some chiropractors who their specific goal are mamas. So that's something I would definitely check out because, um, well, specifically for you, your pelvis is really important when it comes to riding horses. Mm -hmm. And from this little article that I just read too, besides back injuries, I think childbirth is like the second <laughs> thing that keeps horseback riders from coming back to ride their horse as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. So chiropractic can definitely help with your pelvis and making sure that when you do have that baby, that your mm -hmm. pelvis is aligned and opened up as it needs to be so that recovery can come back. They've actually built a couple of programs on a call like birth fit where it's mm -hmm. helping like uh, moms keep in their same weight help them make sure they're stronger building up the muscles that they need in order to have their pregnancy go by as easy as possible so chiropractic care with pregnancy is pretty freaking cool blows my mind <laughs> well i'm about to look and see what's around here <laughs> yeah definitely definitely and i have a couple friends i don't have any in zebulon but i do have a couple friends in raleigh that i went to school with so i can definitely hit you up with some yeah, well, I'm in Virginia now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. I to do that. Yeah. Protect the pelvis. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm about to have one of those come up in the middle of the year. So I totally understand. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm about to do for real, for real adulting. It's so weird. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking now this is probably bad, but I'm thinking like if I have them now, they can be at my house by like 50. So I think I just need to go ahead and get started. She planning it, like, oh, yeah, calculating. Like, if I push them out now, that means they'll be gone sooner. Well, so. I'll tell you what, my parents are over 50, and I just left the house. See, exactly. <laughs> You'll be like, they were trying to live my life, so y'all get out. And I'll see y'all in a that is awesome. Well, thank you so much, Arnika, for talking to us today and doing your homework like that. Like, <laughs> that was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, I hope I use the right terminology. So I'm good to go. Thank you for having me. I'm totally enjoyed this. This has been of awesome. Of course. Of course. So just tell us where we can find you, your business, you know, shout out your socials and things like that. Ooh, I just got an Instagram a couple months ago, so now I feel like I'm on it because I was not on the Instagram game, and I'm still figuring out. So my IG handle, you know, is that what these young kids call it? I feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, my IG handle, you can DM me. So you can find me at um, Resilient Spine. That's on Instagram as well as Facebook. So just look at Resilient Spine, and you'll be talking to me. Awesome. And is it ResilientSpine.com? Yep. www.ResilientSpine.com. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much. And I will let you know when um, 
when this episode is going to go live. It'll probably be the first one. So the end of February, we're going to um, okay. kind of put up like our first round of videos. Yep. Okay, cool. Let me know so I can promote it too. I definitely yeah. want to put it, you know, on my IG and Facebook. So I know how to use them now. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to Young Black Equestrians, the podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for updates. Listen, rate, and review us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Tune in next week for another episode.